0: Kidding the News, Kidding the News, Kidding the News, Kidding the News! What's the news across the station? We make fun of information. You wait, we hope we'll news News, we just love to give you the news down, down, down.
1: Yes, it's that time again. You've been looking forward to it all week long, and it's time once again for your favorite podcast, The Kidders. I am Dale Irvin, the uh, the uh, uh, world's only professional summarizer, and with me, as always, from the great state of Indiana, the Aristotle of Comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle.
0: Hey, it's May and uh, First Communion season. I don't want to say that there's a lot of Catholics in my neighborhood, but I've seen more little white dresses than a Dubai bridal shop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And, of course, the third part of our Kidder Triangle, the lovely, the uh, the talented, the high priestess of, of conservative comedy, Terry O'Brien.
2: I love being part of this threesome, guys. Hey, oh, did you man. hear...
1: Say that again. I just want it on record. Did you,
2: <laughs> did you hear that uh, Bill Clinton is writing a book with James Patterson, the novelist? And the book is, is supposedly going to be called The President is Missing. And I was thinking, have you looked in that little room off the Oval Office there
1: <laughs> i can i can see him and patterson writing together come on put in more babes in this book <laughs>
2: yeah because clinton's thinking ahead to the movie and he wants to be there for the casting call there's going to be quite a casting couch there
1: <laughs> and, and in the meantime hillary is auditioning for a part in wizard of oz guess which one <laughs> All right, we've got some stories. This is going to be the episode, uh, my friends, that makes the listener sit up and go, Ew! Because they're, they're, they're all rather questionable stories, but I think they're darn interesting. And the first one comes to us from Denmark, where the fine people over there are have produced a new novelty beer, and it's called Pissner, which is like... It's like Pilsner if you take the L out of it. Oh, God. And, and why would they call it that, you might ask? Because all of the wheat and the barley that they use has been uh, has been uh, fertilized with human pee.
2: <laughs> it strikes me that this saves a lot of time, right? I mean, because the beer, you know, it goes, that's right where it ends up anyway, so. Well, they, yeah,
1: they said that they're, they're working on a new uh, hipster beer, which is the ultimate, you know, sustainable
0: thing because they... <laughs> You drink it, you pee, you grow some more. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Apparently, they harvested the urine at a music festival. Now, to me, that sounds dangerous. Because <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of recycled molly in the beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> little something extra, you know, a little something extra.
0: The thing is, yeah, a lot of people think that they actually made it from the from the pee. And right, now that's all you know, that's only <laughs> something that happens up at the International Space Station. <laughs> and this guy from the music
1: festival, he said if, if it had tasted even a little bit like urine, I would have put it down. All all beer tastes a little bit like urine.
2: <laughs> right, because it doesn't have to change that much. That's why it goes through you so fast. <laughs>
1: And if they use it as fertilizer, how come when my dog does it on the lawn, it kills it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those profound questions, Dale.
1: Exactly. And speaking of profound questions, we all went to school with the kid who would sit there in class picking his nose and eating his boogers. There was one in every classroom. And now, according to the uh, MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, it's good for you.
2: See, now we know what happened to Bill Gates. That's what happened.
1: <laughs> he was booger
0: boy through school, and it made his brain bigger. <laughs> there you go. Well, they, they actually said that it promotes dental health. And if I remember the kid that ate the boogers, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't seem to have the healthiest teeth. I think
2: I think it's great though because they're working on all kinds of products. I can't wait, you know, hand me over some of that mucus chewing gum. I just can't wait for <laughs> some of that.
1: I'd like some McNuggets and some fried boogers, please. I think it's good for me. <laughs> and the guy said that you know, uh, first of all, it can it can it can protect you against respiratory infections, stomach ulcers, even HIV, and ever getting a date if you eat. <laughs> Unbelievable! People that eat their boogers are healthier, happier, and probably in better tune with their bodies. Oh yeah. man, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's <is> just wrong. <laughs> Okay, now you think, whoa, it can't get any more disgusting than that. Well, wrong oh, Captain, we've got a beauty. Comes out of China. Over in China, I guess the best way to say it is a guy got an eel stuck up his butt. As a, and it, 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 it's, it's not like Richard Gere was filming there. No, he didn't do it on purpose. Friends pulled a prank and stuck an eel in his backside. <laughs> <laughs> see, oh, oh. I,
2: I figured he just went home and, you know, his wife said, what do you got there? And he said, an eel. And she said, what are you going to do with that? And he goes, well, what do you think I'm going to do? Shove it up. Well, and then.
0: <laughs>
1: what kind of prank is that? You know, and this happened in China. A bunch of guys stand around go come on, let, let, let's take an eel, stick it up King Fung's butt, see what happens. You
0: know? <laughs> how embarrassing is that? What, what do you say when you go to the emergency room for that? Well, how did that get there? Well, I was trying to feed it a gerbil.
2: <laughs> they obviously need more entertainment choices over in China.
1: And this is not the first time it's happened. You know, one woman on a talk show, a live broadcast, <laughs> she she stuffed a, a, an eel and four pond loaches. <laughs> Upper butt, and, and then they, they they removed them through her stomach. And uh, last month, another guy stuck an eel up his butt, and one guy did it to try and cure his constipation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> eel suppositories, kids—they're all the rage. All the cool kids. Eel is them. one of those
0: things that sounds like its name. It's truly. <laughs> And I, I will never again order it in a sushi bar. No. But, yeah, not
1: not when I know where it's been. No. Uh, although that accompanied with
0: a nice glass of pissner beer would just make <laughs> <big deal. laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a couple strings of booger. Oh, <laughs> it's dessert.
2: I will never eat again.
0: Booger fresh. <laughs> All right. This
1: story just tickles me. A guy over in uh, in Italy, in Sardinia, Ignacio Freilis, uh, he stabbed his next-door neighbor, Maria Cantu, and they're both, uh, she was 60 years old. He stabbed her 11 times. Why? Because she had a parrot that she taught... To insult him and left it in the window all day, yelling out at this guy, <laughs> making disparaging remarks. You know,
0: <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know what she taught the parrot to say, but apparently it was just a misunderstanding. The guy thought he was the parrot was calling him a cracker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he should have taken it out on the parrot, right? Like that Monty Python. Then it would have been an ex parrot, but no, he takes well, it that's out on the like, woman.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of like that's kind of like beating up the dummy rather than the ventriloquist. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I can I can just see I'd, I'd
1: like to just train the parrot for this job, you know. So he's sitting in the window. The guy comes out on his porch, and the parrot's like, "Dickhead alert! Dickhead alert!" <laughs> <laughs> she should have
2: told him that the parrot had two rats, you know. <laughs> That's the parrot is just saying he walks by and the guy just goes, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. You know, and he's just like, you know, I mean, I can't help it. He's, you know, he's got a medical condition. What can I say?
1: I, I actually have a parrot like this in the Tiki Bar, which was rebuilt this week. So it'll be ready for our broadcast very, very shortly. But uh, I have a, I got, somebody sent it to me and then I bought others online. I think it's called Dirty Polly or something. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and the parrot is action uh, you know uh, active motion activated so you walk by and it goes, "Hey baby, show me your tits <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I can't wait to come out to the tiki oh, yeah. bar down.
1: Another, another one is, "Who's the pretty Polly? Who's the pretty Polly? <laughs>
2: Not you, lard ass." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that'll be one of the features you get to see at the Tiki Bar.
2: Oh, my God. I hope you don't end up stabbed, Dale.
1: <laughs> With an eel. <laughs> Death, where is thy sting? All right. <laughs> oh, that's the sound. Meaning We're aiming for the last story right here. Although, wait. Yes, we're aiming for the last story. And this is, uh, this is uh, I just find it fascinating. A guy in Argentina, Luis Padron, is obsessed with the world of elves. And he's always liked elves. He was bullied as a child and always thought elves could protect him. And so he has spent over 25,000 pounds on plastic surgery to become an elf. They got rid of all his body hair, bleached his skin, colored his eyes, and it's costing 4,000 pounds a month for. Special creams and SPF 100 sunscreen, which actually sucks
0: any residual color out of your skin. <laughs> Isn't it cheaper just to buy the toys?
2: <laughs> I mean, where is it? I guess being an elf pays really well.
0: I mean, yeah, if you work for Keebler, <laughs> well, you know, it is still cheaper than going to dental school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he said uh, he was inspired, right? He'd go. All these movies and escape into fantasy and what. So I guess we could conclude that maybe uh, Nancy Pelosi has seen um, Day of the Dead too many times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There we go. All right. Hey, that, that brings us to the end of this uh, lovely podcast. And we've got in just a couple of days coming up Mother's Day. And I was wondering if you guys had thought, what's the ideal present or gift to give to mom on Mother's Day?
2: Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. I hadn't given that a lot of thought. I mean, I'm thinking, you know, don't give her a vacuum cleaner. I'm thinking that's probably not the best gift. Although. Yeah, yeah. You know, some mothers might like that a lot.
0: Well, yeah, I figure I already really... gave her me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I,
1: I got to tell, you, I'll pass this along to everybody. The best gift to give your mother is something homemade. Just write her a, a nice card and, and make it our present. Because above all, that's free
0: and it costs <laughs> nothing. So you know, and mom will think it's great and it, it's free. So there you go. I don't think that works after you're seven. No, I
2: agree. I'll <laughs> oh, be—you'll be lucky if you end up with this card, that card where that eel was. If you do that,
1: <laughs> send mom this podcast. That'll make her day. She'll yeah. love that. Well,
2: speaking yeah. of speaking of that, if you want to, and she has an iPod or an iPhone, you could send her over to iTunes, and she could get it there, right, Dale?
1: Yes, you can. And under the kidders, or you can cons- can subscribe at. Kidders.podbean.com. Yeah. And you can. And uh, if you can... you're like
0: most kids, uh, you, you, you probably operate your mom's computer for, you can subscribe for her. <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> next, time, next time she gets locked out of her email.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: While you're resetting the email password and the Facebook password, you can have her listen to the show.
1: And if all else fails, I suggest a six-pack of Pissner beer. So, <laughs> That's it for us. Bye from me. Bye from you guys. Good night, Next. Pablo.
2: See you guys. Have a great Mother's Day.
1: You too. Bye-bye.
2: Kidding the
0: news. Kidding the news. Kidding the news. Kidding the news. What's the news across the station? We make fun of information. You wait. We hope we are news. We just love to get you the news. And down, down, down.